Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavour. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. There is a story for everyone here, because every story matters. Welcome everyone to the Storybox. This is the place to be if you are a lover of stories, learning new and interesting things, and if you want to grow abundantly. My name is Jay Phantom, and I believe it's my purpose to help you realize your worth and become the greatest and best version of you possible. I am grateful that you're here today. Now let's journey into the Storybox together and hear more about whose story will be unboxed today. They're doing weird stuff with me too. So, and I'm not even nearly as big as you or everyone else. So it's, it's there. I beg to differ on that, my friend, honestly, (laughs) much more well-known name than me. I think when people mention the name Buck Angel, a lot more people (laughs) recognize it than Jay Phantom. (laughs) Yeah, but you're doing, you're doing the work, dude. So, you know, I just have to thank you for that. So you're, you're definitely growing. People are seeing you. I mean, it means a lot. And when you emailed me saying that you listen to my show when you're in the gym, honestly, (laughs) I was like, you gotta be kidding me. (laughs) I totally do. (laughs) Oh, that is so funny. I, I felt like really, really honored when I heard you say that. I'm just like, Oh wow. <laughs> That's probably not a good thing. I don't I don't perceive you having any kind of motivation whatsoever while you're in the gym <laughs> listening to me talk. <laughs> no, because everything you talk about, you know, it, it makes me <laughs> I'm like, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> like I agree with him. I agree with him. Totally. I'm like, I'm so mad right now. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I honestly love it. But how have you been in the meantime, my friend? How are things in, in your neighborhoods? I live in Los Angeles. It's totally insane, dude. Like we have such a bad homeless problem and drugs and it's nasty. We have the grossest governor. It's woke. <laughs> it's very California. It's woke, dude. <laughs> it is like the furthest side of woke I've ever seen, to be honest. With you. Uh, I don't even live there. I just get all the secondhand information from right. people. And I'm just like, that's, that's right. crazy. So I can only imagine how you must feel living there. I mean, you know, I grew up, I was born and raised in California, my friend. And, you know, wow. it just it went off the deep end. It, it literally did. It was never this insane. And, you know, I, I consider myself a very classical liberal on some level. I, I'm very, but I've moved a little bit more towards the middle, I would say. And um, it's shocking. It's not in any way. This isn't liberal. This is something else. It's gross. Well, old yeah. school liberalism has changed dramatically. That's so. Right. I used to consider myself, I mean, I grew up in a conservative family. Mm -hmm. I have conservative values, but I also have like liberal-ish kind of 
yeah views on the world as well like yeah. i'm all for certain levels of progression if it yeah. fits with actually helping the vast majority of That's society right. but at yeah. the moment it's not like that <laughs> no dude it, it's, just, it's i'm actually blown away i'm not even kidding like what happened it's weird i'm trying to figure that out myself and i'm yeah. curious i've been asking so many people we're all trying to figure it out nobody knows <laughs> Nobody knows. And that's nope. the thing. It's like, it happened so, so quick. That's right. And we're going, wow. Um, right. How do we fix this? <laughs> it's. Well, I mean, I think this is how we're fixing it, honestly, yeah. because we're coming together across the world. I mean, you're all, way across over there and I'm here and we connected. And let me tell you, that's powerful, my friend. Don't, don't let it think that it's not going to last. It's not because, because people like me and you who might never agree on certain types of things or whatever, but me and you are coming together because we see the bigger picture and we can put whatever little things we don't agree on, which is always how it's been, dude. I have so many friends who I don't necessarily agree with. And it was always super chill and wasn't like, okay, dude, well, guess what? Like we'll get into a little bit of a, you know, art, not even an argument, a discussion. Right. And then it was good. <laughs> and then we went on with our. There was no hate. Like, no, none. Now it's like, you disagree with me, dude. You're a right wing Nazi weirdo, but bigot, turf, like whatever, dude. I'm like, they, they've lost their minds. Yeah. They throw every kind yeah. of label under the sun to make themselves feel good. And you're going, well, no. none of these labels, I mean, they don't mean anything to me. They may mean something to you, but why in the world are you even trying to label me this in the first place? Yeah, <laughs> like you're it. just projecting, you're, you're kind of reversing that's everything right. that's going on. And I'm yep. going, well, I'm not a hateful person at all. I don't hate yep. you, but you're, by labeling me all these things, it's actually yep. inciting hate and inciting violence. And, and it's Brilliant. like, it's just- yep. Totally reverse, and you're going. Yeah. Well, hang on a minute. What what's happened to people? What's happened to society? I miss the old days, Buck. Me honestly, too. and I'm Me only twenty six. I know you're a youngster. I'm I'm sixty one, and uh, I am I'm just like no, I'm not. I have a kid. I have a ten year old kid. I'm not going to let my kid grow up in this insanity. There's no way, man. And you know, I'm pretty open minded about a lot of things and you know and, and i but i understand boundaries and that that's yeah. where i think we've lost it like we used to have boundaries and we used to have what was called consent and we used to have the things that sort of keep society you have to have rules in society if you don't this is what happens right here everybody just goes off the deep end and you know, implementing their own idea of what it needs to be. And that's why I live in a democracy, supposedly, right? Where we're supposed mm. to have these pros and cons and ups and downs. But, you know, even Australia, you kind of lost it a little bit there too. Oh, my friend, i tell you what, like I had a video taken down uh, and it was taken down by YouTube and get this because I and it even had like a news segment in it, Sky News Australia reported on this particular segment saying yeah. that the minister for women that doesn't even know what a bloody woman is to begin with, she's outlawing and making it illegal to use the definition of what is a woman because she's going to, is saying that it's going to be classed as discrimination next year. Yeah. Yes. That is a real thing. So okay. you're allowed to say an adult human female is what a woman is 
next year in public because if someone complains, you can either be arrested, you can be charged or thrown in jail. And that's how ridiculous it is. They're making it like a definition which has been there since day dot, you could say. Yeah. Now class is discrimination and it's class is hateful to a certain group of people. And YouTube took it down for hate speech. (laughs) You know, you know, I'm a biological female. I don't look like one for for a reason. And I'm very understanding of biology. And it's the whole reason I'm a transsexual. We know all of that stuff. But this what they're doing, trying to eliminate really a women. You know that it's a fight on women. It's not men aren't even in the conversation this is literally this is a misogynistic we're gonna take women out movement and anyone who's listening to that you must understand it is there are transsexual people like myself many of us who do not agree with this and this is not trans this is nothing to do with trans rights this is bigger more sinister it is really a a war on women and as a biological female who grew up half my life living as a female and a woman i will not tolerate that i have a great life as a dude it's all awesome but i will never turn my back because honestly Honestly, even if you as a biological male, if you turn your back on this, it's going to affect you on what if you have little kids and little girls, mm. you know, and those little girls are going to be told they're not OK because they're they're not even in the picture. They're not even going to be called girls. They're going to mm. be called what? Non-girls? Yeah. <laughs> like, wow. John Hopkins removed, I think it was the LGBT di- dictionary thing, the definition of lesbian, non non-man or something i think it yeah, was that's right I mean, it's just that's insanity right. it really oh is God. i no, feel it. honest i'm scared to have kids i really am that's right and i want that's to right. have kids yeah. one day but i'm scared to have them because yeah. of culture because of society i mean i know that i'm going yeah. to be a, a damn good father one day you will trying to protect them from this kind of stuff the yeah. government's taking away my right to protect my kid. That's right. That's right. I mean, that's what, when does the government here in California, I live in California, dude, SB, I can't, I should have wrote it down, but so a new one just, ch- it's the same that. thing. If I don't yeah. affirm my child's gender identity, right. <laughs> or no, it's not, they don't even say gender. I think they say affirm his identity. Mm. Well, his identity could be uh, a unicorn and I'm going to yeah. have to, play into that? Are you insane? So this is exactly the laws are changing to where we as parents don't have the right over our own children, which that should scare the crap out of everyone. Seriously, I'm not kidding. Like, I don't care if you have kids or not, because that's a slippery slope. Once you start letting the government get into your business, man, you are totally, well, that's it. Yep. And then (laughs) Joe Biden saying that, uh, all kids are not your kids. They're his kids or the state's kids. I know. Wow. I was like, whoa. I mean, they're not wow. hiding anything anymore. No, they're not. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're totally right. They're like, just I'm plainly. totally free to say this. And everyone's <laughs> just going to go, you know, we're protected. Now we can say wow. what the hell we want to say. That's right. Freedom of speech, but no one else does. If you disagree with us, I, I mean, mean, how backwards is that? I see parallels to things that have been in the history of our world that should be when I start seeing flags 
that uh-huh. should not be flown everywhere. I'm like, what? Like everywhere I go, dude, in LA, I'm like, what? Like, I mean, I can walk into a, a liquor store and there's that flag. And I'm like, wait a minute, this is actually creepy. And as a person who's in the LGBT community, I'm creeped out by it. And I'm like, that's not okay. That. There's just something about. So I said to my son the other day, we were at the store and there was a piece of cake and it had a it was a rainbow cake. And I said, hey, come over here. What do you think about this cake? And he's like, I said, the rainbow. What do you think about the rainbow? He's like, you know, every time I see a rainbow now, I think I I see a flag. That's what he said to me. And I was like, wow, this is a 10 year old kid telling me he can't even just see a rainbow anymore. He just sees a flag. How do you how do you raise your child with this madness going on at the moment? Well, I raise him truthfully and he clearly understands LGBT stuff, of course, and yeah. that's okay. But what I say to him is that's not right. I say it's not right. Every time we walk into a store, there's just one flag. I go, if they're not flying other flags, they can't just fly one flag, dude. He goes, no, I, I know. I agree. He's super chill and we're very open about life and things. But of course, we don't talk about certain things and I'm not cool with certain things being taught in school. That's my job, not Mm -hmm. the job of the school when the time comes. Right. And so don't override parents and parents should be able to make that choice. We used to be able to, we used to be able to opt out of things being taught in school because maybe our religion didn't align with it. Maybe, you know, just our own belief system, but now it's like, you can't barely even opt out of things in school. So, I mean, it's sad. I see, I see pressure on these kids. My kid isn't on social media or any of that stuff. Oh, right? thank God. <laughs> no, no, no. And every day he's like, can I have TikTok? I'm like, nope, you can have, here, how about an Oculus? <laughs> <laughs> Wise decision. <laughs> Take them off TikTok, honestly. Right on. <laughs> I, I don't have TikTok. I, I kid you not, Buck, when I got, I tried out TikTok maybe twice. The first time I got it, uh, they ask you like your, your suggestions, like what what are you interested in? So I clicked my suggestion sports yeah. and I think um, it was movies. Okay. Yeah. So those suggestions and then almost immediately I'm scrolling through and I'm getting half naked girls doing dances on TikTok and I'm going, but I, this is not my, wow. <laughs> I mean, wow. I'm, I'm I'm a straight man and I'm attracted to that sort of thing, but you yeah. don't see it like every time you're scrolling through. I mean, give me the thing that I actually clicked that I was interested in. That's like, right. And, and and that sort of stuff. That's scary. So what if my kid is on there and that stuff's coming down and I don't trust any of it and my friend. And so, you know, he doesn't have it. He's never had it. And I, you just make him have other things, right? Or do other things. I have the kid outside doing all kinds of stuff. Like, no, 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 let's go outside. Let's go play soccer. Let's go, you know, climb a mountain. Let's go hiking. Let's, you know, go to the beach. Let's, let's not stay in the house. <laughs> and let's not have a phone. <laughs> you know, I, I think that's right. Same with me. I'm like, that's what we really need to get back to. And I think, you know, we have generations that we need to watch out for now that this generation is screwed. They're, they're a mess. But I think, you know, future generations, we we can learn from what's happening here now. And we can because I'm scared for this generation of young people. And they're, they're just gonna, they're sad. They're always crying on the internet. They're always like anxiety ridden. They're always like, I have this and that and I have 75 different disorders. And I, Mm. and I, and I, I identify as fate, fairy, unicorn. I'm like, what? This is mental illness, people. This is Mm. not 
And we're all playing into it as if it's, oh, it's not. It's not. It's more than just, oh, they'll grow out of it. There's something very twisted and manipulative happening with these young people. And the adults are just acting like it's okay. I was speaking to someone the other day and just having like an open conversation about what's happening to our our youth at the moment, Gen Z. Mm -hmm. It seems like they've gone off a cliff. Not only have they got like, a significant number of mental health issues, but crime rates up in many areas around the world here in here in Queensland, Australia, crime's up and they go so soft and so easy on them. But back in the day, that never used to be the case. If you did something wrong, there would be consequences. But adults have somehow along the line gone, gone no, we we... We need to treat these kids like they're kids, you know. They're, they'll be okay. There's no discipline anymore. They've That's right. Discipline out of the equation and allowed these kids to think, you know what, if I do the wrong thing, I'm just going to get away with it. So where's the repercussion? There isn't. And all these kids that are also promoting their so-called mental health illnesses, yep. are they actually getting help for yep. it? Because yep. the therapists now, all they do is not help them psychologically. Wow. They just affirm. It's like, I'm going to affirm all your mental health disorders. I'm like, that's not psychology. <laughs> that, that's lunacy. <laughs> it's, like, it's total lunacy, dude. <laughs> it's well, like you're putting, yeah. you're putting the, the actual issues in the yeah. forefront of society and thinking that that is actually going to help move society forward. That's right. But it's not. Oh no, we've gone back a lot. And even specifically for my community, we have, we're, we're going to lose it. Now, I don't know if you just saw at the White House, they had like yep. pride and pe people in my community taking their shirts off. And I mean, come on, man, there's a place and time for that. There's a lot of pride events that are adult only that you can do that crazy, but people don't understand the world mm. sees us as LGBT people. We have, we, we have to be, a, we have to get respect from the world in, in order for the world to respect us. And we got it, my friend. We, you know, I've been fighting these fight for 40 years and we got it. We're here, we're doing stuff, we're functioning in the world. People don't hate us like they used to, but I feel now people hate us again like they used to hate us. When we're at the White House, look, that is wrong. And it makes us look like a bunch of crazy, lunatic, perverted weirdos. And, you know, I just am very um, upset at those people for doing that in the name of trans because that's not trans and that's mm. not a representation that is a, a a group a faction of people who feel like they need to be this sort of radical activist in order to make things uh but you know when you act that way rights get taken back because yeah. the majority of the people are going to push against that now and be like look at these people what what are they bringing to the world what are they bringing positive to the world showing your boobs at at the white house it's just i don't know i feel so sad because i think that my community is lost and i think that they're being told things from a group of people that are leading them down a false path that and it's going to crash and they're going to be totally lost and not know what to do after that i saw that and a lot of people i mean i'm going to be making a video about it later on and and then the white house did something that i never thought the white house would actually do they condemned this person for showcasing their boobs and i'm like well thank you for actually going in a little bit of sanity for once but you guys are the ones that invited that person 
That's right. to the place to begin with, knowing full well what that person is actually about. That's right. So it's your own stinking fault. That's right. <laughs> in many respects. Yeah, it's true. They would never invite me, and I go, and I know why. You know, I have a past of doing things. Buck? <laughs> but they never would invite me because you know I I have an attachment to pornography and I do things in the adult world and you know it's adult I 100 percent adult mm. it's not for everybody it's over here we don't you know what I mean I don't push it in people's faces that's why I just wouldn't be invited but they invite and I would I would show up with a suit and a tie on and super respectful and I would never do that yet you see what see how that is they immediately make an assumption about me I would be that person but I would never do that yet this person who's supposed to be a, a upstanding trans woman in our community is a nutcase and and the things uh, yeah i don't know i just feel very upset by it and i don't think it's uh, i just want everybody to know it's not a representation of our community these are people who are are the loudest in our community right there's always the loudest and there's always the people who sort of take the space but they're not the representation i think it's very important that people know that well i wanted to ask you because you've lived life being transsexual for quite some time. Yeah. I think it's over 30 years now. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. Which is a long time to be (laughs) living that way. Yeah. What's the difference between you living as transsexual versus this transgender mob? Well, first and foremost, I accept my biology. So I know that I'm a biological female. It's never going to change. So number one, there's that. Number two, transsexualism is a actual mental disorder called gender dysphoria, which I have been diagnosed with 30 years ago. And so I actually care about getting the diagnosis. I went through two years of intensive therapy uh, before I even could take any hormones. I had to live as a male before any of this to be able to walk the world to say how I felt comfortable with this there were there were there were um steps right so it was a safety space they, these people like to call it gatekeeping so i had to change that. i call it safekeeping and it really is a way to understand are are you really in a space that you need to look like this to be able to walk the world or can you live in a way that you don't it's a really smart way we did it and all that's why you never saw people detransitioning before because it was an actual like space you had to go through and be have checks and balances right so blah 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 so Today And so I have a medical condition that I accept that helps me walk the world, like any medical condition, right, that you get a diagnosis, you you actually feel happy for the diagnosis Mm. because it really lets you go, oh, that's what's wrong with me. And then you can move forward and you fix it. And so, you know, for somebody like myself, I have a disorder. I accept my biology. I know what I am. I want to walk the world with you. I do not want to walk the world against you. This is the difference between me and them. They they want to work push on you and they want to take your space and they want to eliminate that. I've never wanted to do that. I've only wanted to be a part of the world. And because of my transition, I have become a great human being on some level and i'm participating in society i don't feel depressed and you know i create businesses i participate in taxes i have a family i mean i'm just like your next door neighbor on some level and that's all transsexual people really wanted was to just fit in and 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 not feel that the gender dysphoria can be very heavy and very debilitating on some level and they're making a joke out of what has been a very sort of difficult space for me to live in before I transitioned. So the difference is I accept my medical condition and I 
understand it and I understand my biology and I'm never going to be a man. I'm mm. just going to look like one and walk the world as one. I mean, if I was to walk past you on the street, honestly, I would perceive you to be a man. Thank I you. wouldn't know your biology. That's from the outside, you know, and same for Blair White. If I was to walk yeah. past Blair White on the street, yeah. same deal. I right. wouldn't probably think twice, honestly. that That's Thank just you. my – but then having a conversation with someone and asking them questions, mm-hmm. asking about their story and hearing how they've navigated the world, you understand. Okay, right. well, this person understands their biology fundamentally mm-hmm. – these other people, they don't. They try to ignore it. They try and That's get right. rid of it, which I think is just, it's sad. Absurd. It, and it's absurd at the same time. Like, it doesn't make sense, though. It, it doesn't, because the whole point of being transsexual or transgender, whatever you want to call it, is biology. Hmm. If, if you weren't born a man and a woman, then, you know what I mean? Like, if I wasn't born a woman, right, then I'm not transsexual. <laughs> it, it, it's the it's the plug-in <laughs> i'm born female but i really want to be a man for whatever reason because my gender dysphoria and i just felt more comfortable in that space and la 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 but it's the plug-in it doesn't mean i'm a man it just means i want to look like a man i want to walk the world as a man these people that's why i and also they have this thing called self-id now right yeah. where anyone could say that you could say you're trans and nobody could push against you the, these types of things it's pretending biology is a social construct that you can self-id that anyone could be trans you know all trans kids that don't exist that's completely yeah. Yes, that all of these things are being done by a very specific group of people. And I'll tell you, they're they're trans women who mm. have created this narrative and they're trans women who who I think on some level are different than me and they don't necessarily have gender dysphoria. And I think that they have a different thing going on there. And I think that they 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 want to dominate and they have uh, also think that they actually don't like women because the way they act is so angry and mean and misogynistic towards women like i can't i never act like that towards dudes i don't hate you i actually like dudes and i want (laughs) to hang out with you i want to drink a beer with you and like you know what i mean like you see the difference i have no anger there why do they have so much anger towards biological females it's very weird Mm. even if they get some level of let's say acceptance from the female community they're still angry at them that's it's right. like they're trying to prove something that's not even there. That's right. And that's what I foresee being a massive problem because if in reality you mm-hmm. walk through the world and you got these trans women they're claiming that they're real women, <laughs> what happens to real women in that there equation? There you go. And then you're going, well, if that's the case, why have you got trans in front of it? You don't see real women going, ah, uh, I'm a trans woman. They just go, I'm a woman. That's right. Like, why do we have another term in front of the other? (laughs) Well, that's why they're mad. Yeah. They're mad because they want to just say that like the trope trans women are women. No, they're not. Trans women are trans women. They're biological Mm -hmm. male. I'm not a man. I'm a transsexual man. I'm a biological female. It's important. Those things are very important. 
for us to be able to walk the world. And, you know, reality and truth are where I live. I've always lived in reality and truth. I've never lied about my biology for the 30 years I've transitioned. And the world has accepted me, flown me all over the world to speak to many groups of people. I've never had a difficult space with it until now. Until now, people find mm-hmm. out you're trans. Oh, they can't handle it. They don't like it. They don't think we should exist anymore. So that's not how I have perceived or even had a lived experience with it. It's only been the last five years that I felt so disliked as a transsexual person because now, of course, I don't blame people. They don't want trans anywhere because it seems like an ideology now. And it seems like a which on some level it is, I will agree with that. And on some level, pushing it on children. As once you bring kids yeah. <laughs> into anything, my friend, done. <laughs> nah, no more, done. please <laughs> stop right. it right now, honestly. Wow. But there's there's no such thing as trans kids. There are only adults who want to trans kids. That's, That's right. the discrepancy right there. But no, everyone's going, we must protect trans kids. I mean, you look at, history right you look at the amount of kids that wanted to even become a different gender let's say is so small so minute there was it's still incredibly rare and those kids actually had gender dysphoria they were diagnosed with it that's right and that's evident in our in our history books and scientific literature but now you got thousands of kids coming out and saying that they want to be that of a different gender and you're going hang on a minute slow down a second what's going on here yeah a large a large portion of it is indoctrination it's also peer pressure so you've got to look at where are these kids learning that stuff because they're kids their their innocence has been stripped from from them and now they're open to these new ideas they don't fully understand and they're trying to make sense of it all and the parents are going, hang on a minute. No, stop. This is not really you. They go to a therapist. I mean, kids as young as six and seven are in therapy at the moment. I mean, work Ugh. that work that out, Buck. <laughs> no, I can't. Like, no. On. People are going to say, well, Buck, because they do it all the time in this community. You come after me. Well, Buck, you, you know, you're pulling up the ladder. I said, no, I am not. I'm securing that ladder. There's mm. a big difference from pulling it up than securing it because I don't want you to fall off the ladder. And when I see detransitioners by the thousands and, and they are, they yeah. are every day, there's a new detransitioner. So when I see detransitioners as an elder in this community and how this actually changed my life for the better, I, you don't think I don't want people to transition. Of course I do an adult, but when you have children being pushed into a space because they dress like a boy or dress like a girl. You're out of your mind. How come that wasn't like that when I was a kid? And I can blow holes in all of their nonsense because they're like, they're like, well, Buck, it's because it's more accessible. That's not why. Because half the girls I played with were tomboys too. We were all little tomboys. They all grew up to be women with kids and families. And I went, oh, I'm a dude. So me out of 10 girls, right? So that's how it's always been. Number two, kids don't understand gender. You're you're like a little baby bird and you don't don't know anything. (laughs) And and then you start to learn things until you can fly away. That's the point of a parent is to help the little bird understand what's going on here. Kids don't know gender. And also, number three, I can poke a hole in, 
No kid says I'm trans. That's not what we said. We said, I feel like a boy or I feel like a girl. Mm. The fact that these kids are saying trans, that's that's where I'm like, oh, no, you guys are teaching them this language, right? Don't even give them that language. They'll grow out of it. They will. Because unless they're actually trans as an adult, then they can go and do their thing. But let's not pretend that there's some form of homophobia attached to this, because I do believe that. Yeah, I mean the the very fact that they say transphobia and homophobia. I don't know if you saw. Maybe I had to take down the video. I, I'm not sure because mm. so many videos get taken down of mine <laughs> recently. But Gosh. I was explaining the the fact that transphobia and homophobia, right? They're actual supposed to be diagnosable phobias. I mean, that's a psychological condition. Someone having a phobia, you got to be diagnosed by a therapist or a psychologist that you've got a phobia in a particular yep. instance, right? Yep. And these people are just throwing it out left, right, and center. Wow. <laughs> so that wow. means we've got this mass diagnosis of, the, of people that don't <laughs> agree with uh, what someone <laughs> has said. So you, you've now suddenly got this, uh, this new phobia attached to you. That's I'm right. like, maybe I should see my therapist. <laughs> <laughs> but let me just tell you, my friend, this is how we know you're not transphobic. It's because they call me transphobic. Uh, <laughs> so so it's why it's so great. I'm a turf. I'm a transphobe. I'm a bigot. I'm, I'm like, I've been fighting for trans rights <laughs> for 30 years. I've been traveling the world, helping to get us into a space where, you know, we got medicine. Now, the insurance in the United States pays for trans stuff. It never did that before. We fought to get yeah. that. I had to pay for everything out of my own pocket. And, you know, these kids are so entitled. They 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 see the glass half empty. And I always see the glass half full. And they they don't know how to look at things in a way that were for appreciation. They're being told that they, they're constantly being told that they're victims. They're constantly being told that no one likes them. They're constantly being told that the world will hate you. You know what I mean? They're con so of course now these kids have this idea that the whole world hates trans people when it's just a hundred percent not true. That's not they hate idiots is what they hate. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say idiot anymore, to be honest. With you. Oh my God, dude. That's the problem. I don't understand. Idiot is now like a thing, is it gendered? Idiot is now considered to be harmful, believe it or not. <laughs> I, I couldn't believe it. I was testing out on Twitter the other day, and it's Twitter of all places, right? And yeah. They, they give me this, um, this warning like, are you sure you want to write this out? Make sure that you you really think about this before you post it, because it can be considered harmful and offensive to some people. I'm like, ah. I think I saw your tweet. I think you said, yeah. I think I saw that, and I was because that's happened to me. Like I think I said a hole or something. <laughs> Are you sure you want to send this? I'm like, yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. I want to. 100%. I mean, it was to do with uh, Karine Jean Pierre <laughs> saying something absolutely ridiculous. And uh, I was commenting on on the person's post and mm -hmm. saying that there are too many idiots in positions of power at the moment. Mm -hmm. And it's like, she's one of them. I'm, yeah. I'm probably going to have to cut that part out because you <laughs> just it's all right, well, I got you. <laughs> but honestly, I was like, what the heck? This is meant to be a free speech platform, but that's you're not right to actually say idiot anymore. Wow. 
I mean, I'm just shocked that there are people don't understand the slippery slope, my friend. We we live in a free world. We're supposed mm. to be able to do this stuff. And now pe- these why these activists are scary and dangerous, like they're fascist. Something weird is going on. They mm. they you know, I, I do think there's fascism attached to it on some level, Marxism, you know, academia. We all know academia has a lot to do with what's happening and it creeped into the rest of the world. And, you know, if you really I'm sure you do read all kinds of things about this, you know, it, we were warned about these things oh, yeah. for a long time that these things will come around again if we don't really, you know, state be stationary with with ourselves and understand how slippery slope it is when you ban a book, right? I don't care what book it is. I don't care if it's so hateful and gross and, you know, hardcore white supremacy, everyone's, I don't care because also you need to have those books so you can see mm. that those people exist and they really are hateful. If we if we block that kind of stuff, we don't know it actually exists. So that's why I don't believe in banning any book. I don't care if it insults you, if, if, don't buy it, right? Mm. Look the other way. Leave it alone. Why 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 do you actually want to not have because it doesn't bother me? Any detransitioners don't bother me in any way, shape, or form. They don't make me feel less than anything. They actually make my heart, you know, get very sad. And I feel very sad for these kids. I have a lot of friends who are detransitioners, but I think my point being is when we start to get in this slippery slope of banning language and banning books, and that's what we pride ourselves on in a free space, right? I mean, go live in a country where you don't have that and you'll see what you have. Mm. You'll uh, learn fairly quickly. That's right. A massive shock to the system. That's right. Everyone is now taking for granted the freedom that we do have and they're going so far into the realm of totalitarian and Marxism. And there was people celebrating Karl Marx when like his anniversary of his death. And I'm just like, do you know what this guy was preaching? Do you know what he he was teaching to the world? You obviously don't, but that's, that's the problem because they believe that Karl Marx was right in how society should function and should run. And so these people want to do the exact same thing, pass it along to society. And we're going, hang on a minute, stop. It's the same thing with people that uh, believe in, in fascist ideas. Mm -hmm. They call us fascist (laughs) to stop actual fascism. (laughs) Well, that's that gaslighting. Yeah. That, that it's all gas. They're all gaslighting us. And that's why, I think us and your channel and having these conversations is so important because now more of us are actually standing up against it. And more of us are having, you know, the nerve to to stand up, even though we're being shut down on YouTube, even though we're being shut down on these platforms, we know we just find other platforms to go to. And I'm not, and neither are you. I know you're not, we're not going to shut up. And by us not shutting up, it gives other people hope. And what happens is it gives other people this opportunity to say, wait a minute, these guys are doing it. I shouldn't be so scared. That's why this these conversations are so important, my friend, because it does give people this idea that, oh, I don't have to be silent or I don't have to be scared because they put us all in a fear factor, right? They put us all like, oh, if I say something, I'm a bigot and I'm a transphobe. And, and it, it's so smart. Whatever they did and how they did it, it was extremely smart but i think now people are waking up because more of us are having these conversations it's evil 
and it's wicked at the same time, yes. but it's yes. also extremely yes. clever when you break clever. it down. And I know somebody else in history that was the exact same way. And look how that turned out. That's right, friend. We there had a war. I made- there you go. <laughs> I, and- mean, pe- I mean, dude, just the word genocide. Mm. The fact that these idiots are saying a trans genocide. Don't forget where I came from. I came from the gay world. I mm. came from AIDS. I lost all my friends to AIDS, dude. It actually makes my skin crawl because I will never forget it. That was a genocide, dude. They were dropping like flock. I'm not even kidding. Like, I don't even think people can fathom it. Dropping, dead, dropping every day. Gave my 10, 15 of my friends. It was insane, dude. They were dropping and the government here did not want to help. They would not help. They laughed at us. They called us names. That's a genocide, dude. And so it really upsets me when they sort of say trans and trans is like every, no, there is no trans genocide. Nobody's dying. Nobody's killing themselves. No, it's not happening. And so, you know, they pick these words and these things and they, they sort of manipulate people into saying, okay, well, maybe we should let you do this. And that's where we're going to head into danger because people will wake up and know they were duped and know that they were lied to. And what's that going to do? Set trans rights back a million years. When was the AIDS crisis? That was in the eight, uh, 80, I think it started in 82 maybe or something like that. Right. There, yeah. they, they, they didn't get any help from the government at oh all. Oh my God, dude, I'm not kidding. I was a little dyke. I was a young little dyke. And then we were ah, having so much fun in the world and just like, you know, dancing and just having, and bam. It it literally came out of nowhere, man. And I, I'm not kidding. All my friends were so amazing. They were going to be somebody. They were all going to be hairdressers and makeup, of course, right? Makeup <laughs> artists. And <laughs> they were just going to be, they were all that. And they were so talented and beautiful human beings. And, you know, it, it's just shocking that people, we don't even talk about it anymore. You know that? We don't even talk about it anymore. It's shameful. It's just shameful how this community has been hijacked. We have been hijacked by by these people who think they're trans and they're not, and who are a different type of person than me. Many of them don't even have gender. They're like AGP. Many of them are are men who have been married. And, you know, none of that, honestly, I don't want you to think I'm judging them. If they need to do that, they can go right ahead. But my issue with them is that now they're over-talking me. Mm-hmm. They're over-talking many of us who don't agree with them. And they're acting as if they know better than somebody who's me, who's lived 30 plus years as a transsexual person. And I don't relate to them. And this isn't a fetish. This is not a fetish. I don't get off on dressing like this. It's how I feel. And I feel comfortable being this person. And it's not something that turns me on in any way, shape or form. Well, it's like this whole idea of transgenocide so to speak. I mean, gross. They say that laws are genocidal, like they're <laughs> they're erasing them from existence, which is just it's sad. It in is any respects. Like yeah. my heart really does because these people have been what thinking that they're trans for like two seconds, <laughs> and then you've got yeah. actual lived experience for over thirty years. Yep, being transsexual, yep. so they don't even listen to people like you. Nope. It's nope. I'm like, what what the heck? Shouldn't no, you, but that's, you should be listening to people like Buck? 
you would think. And also, I'm not right about everything. I'm just telling you my own experience as a transsexual and that go try living 30 years ago, my mm. friends, you know, and then today you you wouldn't even survive two seconds crying because you can't hold down a job for five minutes. Are you insane? We had to pay for all of this out of our own pockets. You know, we had to beg surgeons to do these kind of thing. I, I, I was the first transsexual man to see my endocrinologist he called me a guinea pig he didn't even know what he was doing and then yeah and then the second doctor didn't say guinea pig but he said i've never done this before so <laughs> we're gonna try this on you dude and i'm like wow that's kind of intense but okay so my point being is that you know these kids just have it all handed to them and 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 not that we didn't fight for that i don't want I, mm. we fought for people to be able to just go in and have their stuff done, move on with their life. But now these young people are abusing the system we built and they're abusing it in a way that now people aren't going to want us to have this system and they're going to take it away because we're doing weird stuff to kids who, who 13 year old children having their breasts removed is insanity. Mm. Total. Ins and I'll be the first to tell you that as a transsexual person, insanity. 13 year olds that haven't really been through puberty yet. So, and we're blocking right. that. No. We're blocking something that's natural for them to actually go through. We're, we're removing healthy breasts from kids because wow. they think that they're not supposed to have it. That's right. I mean, that that's is right. just, I say it's butchery, it's mutilation, it's sterilization. It's, it's it, shocking. Look, I can't, I don't even have words for it. It, it makes me actually want to cry because now we have these young kids who are now detransitioning, right? Who said, mm. well, they started me on puberty blockers at 10 and then they gave me a chest surgery at 13. And then I'm like, what? Who would even do that? And there's no therapy involved. There's there's affirmation, which you said earlier, right? So the kid walks in and the lady's like, okay, sure, you're trans. Here you go. I mean, I've interviewed a ton of detransitioners. They all have almost the exact same story. And they could be living in completely part, different parts of the United States, but they still have the same story. So it's not like they're talking to each other, telling they all have the same story that no one gave them therapy. Everyone affirmed them right out the gate. They had peer pressure from their friends, right? You're trans. And then they just went to a doctor. If you have the money, the doctor will do it. So who's going to be held? Who's going to be held liable? Because it's going to come back. And I'm wondering who's going to be held liable for this insanity. Four appointments in total. Just four. Two for puberty blockers and cross-sex hormones. Just two. Wow. Something that is irreversible. That's right. Giving to a kid two appointments. That's it. Okay. And they don't describe how long those appointments are. There you go. And then two more appointments to say that, you need to cut off your healthy breast tissue or you need to have a vaginoplasty done to you. You need to, and then you look at how they do it. It's just, it's not a real vagina. A, that's it's a right. Wound, that's and then right. it's not a real penis too. No. It's just, no, nope. I, I don't. And then they're you, lying. They're lying. 
They are lying to children. And it's, you know, I just want you to know I'm here for the kids. I don't care. Mm. You know, I do care what adults do and I do care what a 20 year old kid does, but I can't fight that fight because oh. it's a legal space. And I, I'm more focused on the kids who need somebody like us who right. say, wait a minute here, pull back, my friend. These kids need some therapy. They need to see what's going on. They need to live life a little bit. They need to figure it out. But you're just going to go in it and do this immediately. So it says to me that they're experimenting. That's what it says to me that they're using somebody else's kids to experiment on. And because they don't have the data, they don't have, right? Me and you both know it. They shut it down in every country in the world and America's ramping it up. So is Australia, I think, on some level, Canada, um, ramping it up where everybody else who's done studies for 30, 40 years are going, nope, it doesn't work at all. But here we are arguing about if a kid is trans or not. And so that's why I say there's no such thing as a trans kid. There's such thing as a kid who has some mental disorder or some anxiety or some stuff going on. Right. And like, why aren't we looking into that? What's going Mm -hmm. on with the kid? Instead, you think you and also I didn't change my sex. I'm still a biological female. Mm -hmm. So I know that as an adult, right? I know that the risks I'm taking, I know exactly what's going on. But when you say to a 10-year-old, we're going to make you into, you're a little girl and we're going to make you into a boy, that's a blatant lie. And when that kid grows up enough to understand, I would sure like to know how that kid is going to react when they don't have a real vagina or they don't have a real penis and they can't get pregnant and they can't make somebody pregnant and they can't do the things that biological people when they were told that they were. So here, that's going to be another backlash. I don't get how doctors think that this is doing them any good. Yeah. Doing the child any good. They took an oath to do no harm, yet they're doing so much harm to the child. There is no scientific literature, long-term or even short-term for that fact, to even remotely prove that this helps children at all. That's right. And then they're wanting to do it to kids. It is. I mean, the youngest I I was reading, uh, I believe it was a whistleblower, said that the youngest from Texas Children's Hospital that they were doing surgery on was 11 years old. Unbelievable. 11. I mean, dude, I have a 10-year-old. Yes. I, I, I can't even imagine if he, if I wouldn't do it. And I'm going to tell you right now. Don't you dare tell me I have to transition my child. First off, it's not any life a child should live, okay? So mm. it's hard enough as an adult to live this way. Trust me, now I've done it for so long, I'm just used to it, right? It's like being a diabetic. You have to just do the insulin. You just know it. You have to watch your food, you know you know what I mean? It's very similar to accepting your diagnosis and living with it. But as an adult, I understand the consequences and I understand all the things you know, that I have to do to live this life. It's not as simple as what you see here. So that being said, when you say that to a 10 year old, you're like giving a 10 year old a life of medication, surgery, and other things that are going to mentally make this child not feel maybe so much like a man or a woman. And also, did they really make that choice? Mm. Think about it. Can they consent? Did they? Can a child of 10 consent to that? No, no way, dude. No way. I'm they, telling you. <laughs> it's, it's so backwards, right, Buck, because they're like, children can't consent to having a tattoo. They can't consent <laughs> to all these other things. But yet, 
Oh, no, they can consent to changing their gender for sure. They can consent to being on right. drugs that no child should ever be on. Ever. Which is up with their entire chemical structure. Wow. And not to mention it, like how, dam- how damaging it actually is before the child has gone through puberty, not to mention after they've gone through puberty. There is a lot of science that talks about what happens when it's before versus after. Yep. Before it's actually considered to be a lot worse, but even both, it's extremely harmful. But you add surgery into the mix. My God. Oh my God. (laughs) I mean, first off, surgery is irreversible. When Hmm. you take your breasts off, you're never getting breasts back ever. You can get fake boobs, but they're not your breasts. And what if you want to have kids? Mm-hmm. What if you want to breastfeed? So this is what detransitioners are telling me now. They're so mad because they're not going to be able to breastfeed. Some of them are sterile and they will never be able to even have a child. Go ahead and ask any 15-year-old girl if she wants to have a baby. Pretty much mm-hmm. most of them are going to say no. <laughs> and they're all going to say, I don't want my period. <laughs> and they're all going to say, I don't really want my boobs. They're all going to say it. It's yeah. a thing that, you know, if you haven't gone through female puberty, you don't under, it's different than male puberty. It is, there's a different thing happening. Your body is actually exposing itself to the world where, you know, it's different for, for dudes. And so I do understand that I went through puberty. Look at, do I look like a woman to you? <laughs> no, no, <man>, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> an ugly woman, <laughs> but, but that being said, and I went through puberty. So mm. again, I didn't take puberty blockers. This is just testosterone. That's all it is. So don't tell me that these kids need to do that. So then I started researching, what is this obsession with puberty blockers? Why did they think all of a sudden, because we never did that before. We didn't do that back in the day. We never even talked about trans kids, right? Ever. So now all of a sudden there's this, this push. And so I started to look and it's mostly again, trans women pushing the puberty blockers on mm-hmm. kids. So this is the this is the unlevel unbalancing of it. So most of the kids transitioning are what young girls, right? Yep. And most of the people pushing the puberty blockers are trans women, trans women who go through puberty, male puberty, like you, and look like you. So they have a harder time transitioning after puberty. So I understand why trans women want to do it because they want to feminize themselves in puberty. So they don't have to do all the surgeries. But young girls are the majority of people who are transitioning and they don't have the same bone structure and things. All, all you have to do as a trans male or you know a woman becoming a man is take testosterone and it mm-hmm. masculinizes you just like that so that's the part that i'm having a hard because if we're pushing it on young girls who can just have puberty and have they don't have any traits of femininity right it's it's more geared towards trans women because they have adam's apples hands shoulders right things that are very masculinized and i think that's the part why I think that they're pushing it so much. But I feel like they're using young girls to experiment with these puberty blockers. And I'm like, well, there's no young, the the, the amount of young boys transitioning is like that mm. compared to how many young girls are doing it. I asked this question to another friend of mine. You would uh, know him as well. Um, it's uh, Marcus Dibb. Oh, he's, I love that kid. I'm yeah. like, I'm his trampa. I'm his, <laughs> I love that kid, man. He's we awesome. Call you, he, we call he, you Uncle Buck. 
awesome. He's he's like <laughs> the little mini me. I think he's just like such an awesome kid. <laughs> he's, he's on fire, honestly, at the moment, and I love Smart. it. I, I had love a it. a really deep and meaningful conversation with him right. recently. Right. And I can't wait to share that conversation. And I wanted to ask you a similar question that I asked Marcus because you were 28, I believe, when you started the transition mm-hmm. process. Mm-hmm. When you look at photos of yourself before you transitioned, do you sometimes miss it? How you look? Oh, no. No, 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 not at no? all. Mm-mm. What I do is, is I have compassion for her. So, you know, like mm, Laura, good. I have compassion for Laura and, and, you know, I don't in any way, shape or form disconnect from her. I think early on in my transition, I just kind of wanted to get out of that female space. So I just sort of disconnected. I never hated her ever, 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 ever. I think I learned how to love her and I learned how to say, well, she's a part of my life. And if it wasn't for her, I wouldn't be this guy today. And I, and I really have learned how to sort of understand that as a blessing on some level that I got to live that life. And now I get to live, you know, on on some level, I've lived half my life as a female and now I've lived half my life as a man. And that's a really beautiful. And, um, I feel very grateful for, for that. So I don't hate her in any way, shape or form. I think that's the first time I've heard someone describe it that way. Mm -hmm. Talking about how you don't hate. I mean, you're, Yeah, I, my, I don't think my I've past. Ever it's yeah, my past. Fine. Yeah, my past. Yeah. I mean, she lives in me. I mean, all I did is change my physical appearance. I didn't change my inside. That's impossible. Mm. I didn't change my sex and I didn't change her. She's in my brain. It's I'm the same person, right? All I did is change the physical characteristics in order for me to walk the world happy. Because I wouldn't say I wasn't necessarily happy that way. I felt uncomfortable. And my, you know, it's like when you wear clothes that you just don't feel, you know, ah, that tie. I hate it. <laughs> right. You know, like, I can't wait to get this tie off. It's it's sort of the same way. And that's why we're being misrepresented in this world where this idea that it's a dead name. Oh, mm-hmm. when I heard that coming out of the youth, I was like, you people are insane. You're so yeah. disconnected. Dead naming, for goodness sake. Honestly, that's, that's another level, like (laughs) dead name. Come on. Oh, this whole idea of misgendering people. That's another aspect of things. I mean, I, I respect you, Buck, and I respect Marcus. Yeah. And I told Marcus it's the same, same time. Like Mm -hmm. the reason why I'll call you a he is because you respect biology. You respect and understand things. And so that's why I will do it. If someone doesn't and they're living in loony land and (laughs) they force me or want me to use their so-called preferred pronoun business, Mm -hmm. I will refuse to do it. I won't because they don't respect me either. So they don't. There's got to be a a give and a take. And I say that all the time. Yeah. That's why you call me he. I, I I always tell these wing nuts, dude, these people call me he all the time. And I have an issue. Mm. Why are they calling you? Why are they calling you she? Because you have respect. You call them cis scum. You call yeah. them cisgender when they ask you not to do it. You call them turf. You know, you're you're literally throwing things at them. You think someone's not going to punch you back? If you punch me in the face, dude, I'm going to punch you back. Mm. Don't throw a punch. Don't throw a punch. Don't it. like me. Walk <laughs> on the other side of the street. 
right? If I if I don't like you, I'm just going to cross the street, dude, and just not deal with it. But these kids won't even cross the street. They think that they punch you in the face and they're going to make you subservient to them. That's not going to happen. And no. so that's why I think it's important that you say that. That's why me and you have to respect each other and we have to live in reality. And I live in reality. And so I, I get that. And why why people like you do respect. You know, I get people calling me she, dude. They just do it because they mm. want to push back. And that's OK. I, I, it just doesn't bother me. I have bigger worries in this world than if someone calls me she because it's quite funny <laughs> everyone gets so offended over things these days it just boggles my mind i say that we live in the easily offended victimhood age today where everyone thinks that they're uh funnily oppressed when they're living in uh a democratic or supposedly democratic free society and i'm like they're given so much privilege and everything else under the sun to be able to live this life, <laughs> but yet they take it so for granted. They try and remove That's it. Right. I'm just going, what's wrong with you? And no, because they don't understand, dude, they're like oh. against capitalism. I'm like, what? Capitalism is amazing, dude. If it wasn't for capitalism, I wouldn't have built my business and I'd be able to make my own life. Like, are you out of your minds? That's why we pay taxes. That's why we, you know, I pay taxes. I'm probably paying for your fucking sex change because you don't have a job and I, I have to, I have to pay the taxes to pay for your, what do you think you're getting your surgery from? Like these people are so out of their minds. That's coming from academia. Right. Mm -hmm. That's coming from this idea that they're going to teach. You know, when you teach kids, when kids are powerful, if you could get a lot of kids, that's why we know who got the kids. And you know what I mean? Like, that's what they're doing. They're building an army of, of young people because young mm -hmm. people have, you know, they're willing to punch through the wall without it, without worrying about the future, because that's how kids act. And that's how. So really, I think the majority of all a lot of this is they they got kids on board. And what I mean, kids is like 20 year olds, right? Yeah. Or just doing the dirty work for, for these adults who are completely have, they have an agenda, a big agenda. Well, you know who back in history had, you know, what youth. That's right. Parading around to That's push right. the ideology. And now in many respects, a lot worse than some of the adults were because they were heavily indoctrinated. Oof. And you look at, what they did right in it's it's all there it's all recorded it's all there that's you, right you look at what they did and you look yep. at the youth of today the only difference is they don't necessarily kill anybody mm -hmm. everything else that's is right. relatively similar and very very close very highly indoctrinated i mean like i was right. in university in 2019 mm -hmm. and i started noticing i mean we had people in the before the lecture began, they have young people come in and talk about Karl Marx, believe it or not. What? And they would be promoting Karl Marx Day or something of that particular oh nature. And I'm going, get the hell out of here, man, honestly. But the thing is, I would walk around the university campus and they would they would actually put Karl Marx posters all over the, the pillars, the walls, everything to try and celebrate it. I'm like, what? What is wrong with you young people? And then holding the so-called critical thinking mm. lectures, they were being told exactly what to think and not how to think. Wow. And I've right. said this so many times, but the free thinkers, the ones that actually thought outside of the box and it came largely as a result of their experiences of the world. But if they were questioning 
certain things and certain ideologies, they were railed against, man. That's right. They were just absolutely attacked. And I'm going, well, this isn't right. This isn't proper debate. You don't attack somebody in a debate. You don't attack them as an individual. You go after the ideas. Right. And you try and debate the ideas. But now we can't have a proper debate. They just removed it out of the equation because, oh, no, I'm offended. (laughs) God forbid. (laughs) (laughs) They literally took out debate class. They did that in the States. They took out because the kids couldn't handle it. Uh, I'm like, oh, my God, we are going to be paying heavily for these children. Heavily, because none of them are going to be able to hold down a job. None of them are being able to walk the world because people are going to say something to them that they don't like, and they're literally going to crumble into pieces. What mm-hmm. What if we? And that there's no such that they they don't even understand what critical thinking is. They don't have a clue about what that is, and that's why they block you, and that's why they call your names because they don't know how to have a debate. You know, they just come at me. You're a transphobe and block. I'm like, oh, well, that was easy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't block people, honestly. Me neither. I'm me neither. Not- I'm not that much of a, what they call simp. Like I don't, yeah. I don't subscribe to it. That's right. I'm like if you want to block somebody because you got offended or you can't That's handle right. them, you got to look right. at what's wrong with you. That's right. Seriously, if you can't handle what a person <laughs> says or does in the world, Crazy. you need help. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, it you know. I, I I would say that I block maybe. A couple people because they just kept coming at me and just saying, and I don't have time for that stuff, dude. I'm busy. Like, I can't be on Twitter. Like, yeah, no, yeah, no. I'm like, dude, I actually have a job. <laughs> I literally yeah. got to go <laughs> to work right now. So, like, <laughs> I got to make some money while you're, like, on Twitter. Like, so I have blocked, like, someone who's, like, obsessively. But majority, if you, like, I'm, I'm willing to have the debate with you. But mm. I'm not willing to let you sit there and call me names all day long and post memes about me and call me a Nazi. And I'm just not going to do that. So I will definitely block somebody who keeps coming at me. But most people now, because I'm not scared, I'm not scared. You know that I'm not, I'm not scared of anybody. I'm not scared of anything. I will not shut up. And that's why they're scared of me because as a transsexual, I am actually positioned really awesome, dude. (laughs) 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 I'm positioned awesome. And they can't take me out because they're, they can't. They just can't. Because what are you going to say? I'm a transphobe. People, people will laugh at you. You know, it's like, no, I actually, I transitioned uh, before you were born. So <laughs> let's start there. And secondly, I can say whatever I want about trans things, right? And that's why they're mad. So that's why Marcus is so important to this fight because he's a younger generation and he's getting the same. He has the same way that I feel. Me and him are totally like, an alignment. And so we need younger. That's why it's so powerful when we get a younger generation and an older generation together. And then we get allies like you. And then we start saying, no, 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 no. We're going to fight back on, on this because that's why I really appreciate you, my friend, because I do think that you care. And I do think that you want to see a better world. And I do think you see the nonsense happening. And I do not think you don't want people to transition. I think you want it to be done in a healthy manner. And I think that you actually care about people like us. So I, I really think that's important for people to know that. And that people like you who are willing to have people like Marcus and I on are willing to have the conversation so that we can show you this is actually real. We're not trying to 
dupe you or to lie to you. We're trying to show you that we just need to be like this. So me and you can, you know, go along in the world and live with each other. As someone that is studying to become a therapist, I understand wholeheartedly about compassion and empathy and I'm an empathetic person. Yeah. And in truth, and I saw what was going on. Well, I understood that there are people out there that have genuine gender dysphoria. It is a condition that people live with their entire life and they feel, and I I want them to be able to live a comfortable and healthy life. And if they've got that sort of condition as part of their life, how are they able to live a existence being happy and healthy? And if that means that they need to transition Mm -hmm. to be able to live that existence, by all means, I've got no problem with that if they are an adult and if they understand what they're doing. Yeah. You are that sort of person. Same with Marcus as well. And you're right. I don't have any, any problems with adults that have been diagnosed with gender dysphoria, legitimate gender dysphoria with transitioning at all. That's right. I know. And they also understand that biology still exists. (laughs) It's real. (laughs) It's not going to go away. Dude, the fact that you even have to say that is what's so uh, absurd. Are we really like actually saying that? We actually have to I, say it. I have to replay it, my friend, and, and <laughs> actually hear myself say it to believe it. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, I was oh speaking to somebody yesterday and we're having this kind of conversation really similar. And uh, we were trying to work out the fact that we even have to say anything revolving around biology or or whatever it's nuts to me nuts there's no words no words there isn't i i mean like the fact that they say assigned female at birth oh dude i get so mad i'm like don't you dare Put that mm. somebody went, goes on my Wikipedia page and puts all that nonsense. I'm always having to argue with Wikipedia. I was not assigned. I was born a female. I am yeah. a female. I have never changed my sex. Mm. And it upsets me because that's mine, right? Don't tell my story and don't go change my story to 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 affirm your your ideology because I'm not abor- on board with that. And so you know that the, the, the way they cha- I don't know how they got into the system how did they get into the system that's the part that's shocking to me that they could go change our whole system around and change the wording to assigned female and not born female Mm. i mean i looked at your wikipedia page before Mm. having this conversation and i'm like Mm. well i know for sure he's not going to agree with this (laughs) that's right i'm tired of fighting it i just let it go because i'm like you know what I'll just do, I'll just speak my mind. You know what I mean? And people will know what I'm saying. Cause every day they would just change it. They would put stuff on it, say things. I'm like, Oh God, this is so, I just want to take it down. But then they wouldn't even take it down. Cause I'm just like, okay, whatever. I don't care. <laughs> I have bigger <laughs> things to fight than Wikipedia. <laughs> I mean, how many people these days actually believe in what Wikipedia says? I mean, Nobody. I certainly don't. I'm like, nah, nope. this isn't accurate. It's probably some young kid that has written it and edited it. And I'm like, God forbid that I see my Wikipedia page one day if they decide (laughs) to create one. 
Jay, Jay Fan, I can I can see it now, Buck. I can just see it now. Jay Tell Phantom me. is a transphobic, homophobic bigot. <laughs> the talks about trans issues. Oh my goodness, that's gonna be it's so good. That's gonna be a sight to see. And you know, <laughs> we put cis man. Oh, it makes me every <laughs> single time. Oh, I cannot Dude, it's so it. crazy the way they actually think everyone's just gonna accept what they say. I just love seeing the pushback. Right. I love it because here it comes, you know, things that are built on a false foundation, dude. So that's what's happening. It's all built on a false foundation. And I saw it. I'm like, no, I'm going to be on that side of history. (laughs) That was like I was there and I was fighting against it because, no, they love to call me right wing Nazi, like whatever, whatever. I'm siding with reality and I'm siding Mm -hmm. with the people who actually care about me and care about us. And so you people are going to go down, man. And also this last thing at the White House, man, is just going to take us (laughs) so out. I mean, they're they're putting the pride flag in the, in between the two American flags, and oh, it's just like you've got to be kidding me! What is going no. on, Americans? Oh. I, mean, I know it's embarrassing, man. And you know, Biden said some mean stuff about gay people before. Oh yeah, he has not yeah. always been on board, and I think people seem to forget that. <laughs> I mean, you you don't have to look too far. You can That's go on. Right. I, I think you can do it on YouTube, but there's a lot of clips. Of Biden saying certain things that would never be considered as hateful. That's right. And then he's, because he is the president of the United States, saying that, in all honesty, and yet he's allowed to say these kind of things. It's like he's got ultimate power, ultimate control. Well, he does. Yeah. If some of the things actually makes sense from his mouth, although he's not (laughs) a great track record of that. Not even his mouth. The fact that the Democratic party is putting him back to be elected i'm uh, like i'm done i'm done i'm out of here <laughs> you just you just, just lost another one <laughs> as he's stumbling down the stairs dude i'm like come on people come on I me mean, you know I, i'm not cool with elder abuse and i'm also not i'm also not cool with ageism because i get it but that being said come on you gotta know your limit man and and actually it just says a lot about the Democratic Party. It just really mm. does. It's like that's that's our best candidate. Are you? <laughs> I, I, I'll run for president. Let me run. <laughs> Honestly, yes, I would much rather see you <laughs> run for president than Joe Biden. Believe it or not, wow. that is the god honest truth. Wow. I can't. I can't stand the guy. I can't stand Kamala Harris at all. I can't stand Karine wow. Jean Pierre. I can't stand any AOC. I just can't stand. Oh. Because I'm just like, how in the hell do you guys sleep at night? Yeah. How? Like, yeah, I don't know. Drugs. <laughs> They're all on drugs. <laughs> More than likely, yes. <laughs> just pop them. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Keep them some sort of insane. Oh, I just can't do it, man. I know. It's can't embarrassing. Do it it's embarrassing for, our, for us in the world, dude. We were always just looked at so positively and... Now we're just looked at like, what are you people? Why is LGBT the number one LGBT? No, it's now it's two LBG plus AIPQ. I'm like, wait, who are all these people? How are they even connected to me on some level? I'm like, we might as well just like have none of it because it's pretty much everybody except six Wait, except cis heterosexual men. <laughs> Other than that, you're screwed, dude. <laughs> you don't uh, get to be. <laughs> they're going to have literally every single letter 
of the alphabet soon. They'll just be jumbled up and you've got to try and yeah. all 20 That's right. I think characters in the world. It's going to be this, dude. I mean, uh, I'm like, no, no, thanks. I can barely get out LGB. Like everything after that just becomes jumbled up. So it is, it's, it's, it's profound, honestly, what they have done to us and how they hijacked us and how it's become, it's become a political ideology on some level. It's not about our sexuality or our gender and just wanting to have rights like everybody else, which is what we always fought for. And mm. now all of a sudden we want to just like take over the world and everybody's trans. And if you're not trans, you're a bigot. I'm just like, wait a minute, that's something else. Else. That's not dealing with our, you know, that they try to say it's not a mental disorder. And so mm-hmm. every time I say it, they get so mad at me. I'm like, but it's a mental disorder. I don't understand what you guys have, but <laughs> this is what I have. At least you're, you're willing to admit it. They're not. They're like trying <laughs> to go so far away from admitting it. They're trying to create a new sense of delusion That's from right. the other sense of delusion that they're already a part of. It's like, that's right. Just keep on creating more aspects of your delusional state, my <laughs> friends. Like seriously, it's not going to help you in any any case. Nope. Hopefully, one day you wake up, and sometimes people have got to be slapped across the face before they yeah. eventually wake up, which is a sad reality. I'm not advocating any kind of violence whatsoever no. in that no. equation, but it is a sad truth. Some people have got to hit rock bottom. That's right. They can realize, hey, I've got to change my ways. It's just well, that's with sobriety. That's yeah. why they call sobriety hitting the bottom because you're going to keep drinking and, and you think it's okay. I won't have a drink today. But until you hit a place where you don't have a home, you don't have money, you don't have, you know, that's what happened to me. And so it, that's when you go like, uh, I think the alcohol probably isn't working anymore. So you're right. These people are digging a huge hole. They think they're so slick and so smart that they are just going to be in that hole and no one's going to help them out. They're going to be stuck in the bottom of that hole. Everybody's going to be like, we told you so. So you're going to stay in that hole for a little while until you learn a little bit about the destruction that you have caused. Because I actually don't feel, which I'm a compassionate, empathetic person, but I'm starting to lose my compassion and empathy for even my own sort of community at this point, because they're they're coming after me now, which is actually very scary. There is a a point where you go, enough's enough. Like That's right don't cross the line anymore. Yep. It's like they've crossed the Rubicon now. That's right. And now yep. we've got to be like, be prepared for what's coming next. And it's, we need to defend. That's right. They're on the attack. We're not, we're not attacking anybody. Nope. We're trying to defend normality That's and reality right. for the rest of us that actually lives there. That's Right. And so that's the thing. We're the majority. Why are we acting like the minority? It's so mm-hmm. bizarre. Like we are actually the majority. But I think people got pushed down into the space where they wanted to be healthy, right? Right. They wanted to be accepting because I think it's the nature. Humans are good. Good. They are. And I think they want to do that. And I think they felt in the beginning like they were, oh, okay. But then it got so far. They're like, uh, like all of us. I was even <laughs> part of that. Whoops. <laughs> like, whoops, we did that to kids. And like mm. everyone told us it was fine. It's reversible. It's just a pause. And then these kids are like completely destroyed, honestly, honestly, for the rest of their lives. And mm. the mental anguish that comes and the sadness that these, you know, this, a lot of these kids have my uh, emails and my number and I talk, they call me up in the middle of the night and like, I'm so sad, Buck, and I just don't know what to do. And it just, 
You know, it's such a, I can't take it all on, to be honest with you. It's hard. It mentally messes me up. So luckily there's a lot of resources happening now, but it's just like, I just feel this sadness that we put these children into a space that they will have to be honestly dealing with for the rest of their lives. I'm with you. I really am. And I have to maintain my level of sanity. Like I go to the beach every single day. Great. And I ground myself for about an hour, hour and a half while yeah. I'm there. And it's just me, the ocean, the sand. Beautiful. It's so peaceful, so serene because yeah. there's just so much chaos and so much negativity out yeah. there in the world. So it helps me just remove myself from all of that. And it's like this uh, separation from it all. And everyone's yeah. like on on uh, on uh, my YouTube commenting, Jay, you need to take a break. You need to rest. And I'm like, I do every day. Every day. It's okay. Right on. Like I don't need to take one day, two days, three days, That's whatever right. it is to recover because I recover every single day. I've got Brilliant. those strategies in place to be able to recover uh, every day because I'm yeah. talking about this stuff every single day, as it would seem. And it does get, it does weigh you down. And that's yeah. why I've got to reset. And that's right. But you're smart enough to know that a lot of people don't know that, right? They don't know. I'm lucky enough that I understand that too. And to disconnect from this is so important and to get into the world. These people aren't in the world, right? Like you go to the beach, I go hiking every day with my dog. I like go outside after this, I go outside and work out. And, you know, I always make sure that I'm not connected to this all day long. And that's why me and you, I think are, are healthy and we can do this kind of work. But I think what's happening is people just get sucked into it and then they just can't release. It's right. I think it's a dopamine that comes from that arguing and that sort of mm -hmm. space of I'm right, you're wrong kind of thing. I agree, my friend. I really do. I, and to be honest with you, Buck, I don't know how long we have together, but I do want to be respectful of your time. I have Thank loved you. this conversation with you. We'd love to have another conversation with you because we didn't even Great. begin to touch the surface of your story. <laughs> oh my God. Dude, <laughs> we can be on here for hours. Yes. I, I already, you're, you're such a cool dude. I really just, I knew I was going to like you a lot. And, and I, I just, again, want to just keep reiterating that. Thank you for caring. It means a lot to me. And, you know, I, I think building these bridges is really part of what I do. And I, I, I really just think this is how we're going to get back to our sanity and it's going to help me live as a transsexual and it's going to help you live as a human in a world that you know sometimes can be nasty but it doesn't have to be the way it is today and we're all being duped we're all being lied to we're all being told things that are not true and uh, we need to get back to a sense of understanding that we can me and you can coexist in the world <laughs> there's it's just it's just part of I've, I've, I've coexisted with you forever, dude. And so yeah. I, this, this lies that they're telling everybody. So this is proving, I think. So I just, again, want to just thank you for being such a cool guy. Well, if it means anything, you mean a lot to me. I love your work and you. I really do appreciate you for standing up against the madness. Thank and you. I know we didn't touch on your actual story, which I would love to do yeah. at a later time. But I am enormously grateful for what you do and you. how you speak. I really, really am because I think it is important to have someone like yourself in this space and to also say enough's enough. Like That's we need right. to come back. We need to come back to reality. So it really does mean a lot to me 
to have this conversation with you, to have you on. And I'm not not trying to smoke, uh, not trying to throw smoke up your backside here, Buck. Oh, I don't feel that. It's it's genuine. It really is. I feel it. I, you know, I've been watching you, dude, for a long time. I told you, I watch you in the gym. Which <laughs> I can't genuine... believe you do. <laughs> <laughs> you're a genuine person. You are. You care. I don't think you would do. You're not sitting here making fun of people every day. You're, you're literally saying things that are very important, right? And you're, you're giving people a different perspective. That's what I believe in the world. If we don't have different perspectives and we don't have, you can't, there's nothing that's like this. And if anybody's just looking at that, you're only going to have that view, and, and, and that's why your voice, my voice, everybody's different. Watch other people. Like I watch other people that I don't necessarily like or agree Same. with, but I do that to see what's coming out of their mouth. Mm. Right? Wow. Buck, you're amazing. Thank, Thank you, you friend. Have a great day. Appreciate rest. you. And you until know. next time, my friend. Thank you. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 